Hey, have you guys seen this new documentary about Tiger Woods? No. The the um, trailer for it? The last dance? The last spance? Golfer? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's on HBO Max. Yo. What's it called? The Last Spanx? <laughs> hey, back off, big man. They may work with the chicks, but not with me. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. What we've got here is failure to communicate. She doesn't even go here. Some crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight from across the world wide web, we have with us the father of fantasy football. He thinks the podcast is good, but it could be better. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Sean Mackey. Sean, welcome back to the program. Thank what is you. up? Love the shout out on the fantasy football. I worked hard for that. Yeah, Sean, Sean won the league this year, unfortunately, much to my chagrin. Rudy, Rudy, and I were actually battling it out for uh, last place, and Rudy won last place, <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't even win it losing. <laughs> win and lose. Yeah, I was the one to suggest the uh, the punishment, the anti victory, which I'm thankful I did not <laughs> succeed in pushing that this year. After years and years of uh, pushing the fantasy football loser punishment. <laughs> we didn't do it next year we might have to put it in into action though speaking of also joining us here is he's already uh espousing punishment the sultan of sweet talking he knows what he has to do ladies and gentlemen rudy rudolph yeah just so excited to enter the new year fresh eyes fresh hearts can't lose something like that just just <laughs> full of optimism yes yeah full of optimism just ready for a year of just fully planned and uh very precedented things happening yes just, i just don't think much is gonna you know it's been pretty boring 2020 I think you know, not much news wise and uh we're trending in the same direction nothing is gonna happen in 2021 it's all just gonna everything's gonna be great and perfect speaking into existence brother that's yeah. not true at all anyway interesting day in the news today but we don't talk we don't get uh, paid to talk about the news we get paid to talk about motion pictures the motion picture industry, if you will. That's right. Do you guys have any any movie news you want to discuss? Not really movie news, but getting HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rudy so gladly uh, shared the shared the HBO Max password yeah. with the uh, with the homies. You got you know is you know got to support the squad, but I feel like um, we're gonna get into it later. But I watched a movie that was a new movie on my TV. Yeah. And I gotta say, I don't have. I don't ball out like you guys do, so I don't have as nice of a TV. Mine's from like probably 2012, Obama's second term, <laughs> and uh, it's just like a 42-incher, and it's just not great. So watching it on a TV, I know we had this conversation already. It was not as fun as watching it in a theater. Thank you. Uh, Sean was right. <laughs> Sean was right. About, uh, don't, don't be poor. Buy a better TV. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good take. Elijah. Just kidding. <laughs> but wasn't it great having not having someone sitting next to you with bad breath or some just like rando person breathing I over just, your shoulder? I haven't really been in a theater in the last couple of years that's been packed. Yeah, slurping on a coke. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it away, dude. <laughs> Throw it away. Man, really, uh, not a lot. Not a lot of movie news here. I think twenty one's shaping up to be a pretty. Uh, 
down year in movies, if you ask me. Well, we weren't able to film anything in 2020, so I feel like that's... Yeah. Or maybe tw- some, maybe all these carryovers from 2020 that were supposed to release in 2020 will come out in 2021. It'll make 2021 seem like a big movie year. And then 2022 will be when there's just like nothing to fill in the gaps, yeah. you know. And 2022 will be the down movie year. That could be. Where you just have so many people out of out of work in, in 2020 that they just didn't film anything. Dang, yeah, there's just not a, not a lot of movie news out there. It's looking pretty pretty bleak right now. Oh, we saw that that one that I that one thing that I sent you about that guy oh, from that bond. that Bridgerton show shooting up the uh, the gambling odds in for the next James Bond. Yeah, what is that about? Who is that yeah, guy? Yeah, I feel like I've so never heard of him. So there's this show on Netflix right now called Bridgerton, I think, and it's basically like if there was like a like uh, teeny bopper version of Pride and Prejudice, I Ugh. think. Okay. Or maybe like a like. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, you, you're probably trying to explain it's, it. I, just, I think it's. I just watched the trailer on IMDb, and judging from the trailer, it was like millennial Pride and Prejudice, like one of these like you know period pieces with all the like dancing and the like fancy jibber jabber or whatever. But then there's also like maybe people like cursing and like uh, having sex. I think. Yeah, I think I saw it as the headliner on Netflix today. Yeah, it looks but. looks pretty dumb. So so he's shot up maybe because of the popularity of the show just like. So it looks like it's just like you know like. Hot teen, <laughs> hot teen Pride and Prejudice. I think is what this is. But the guy, this guy, his name is Reggie, Jean Page. That's like the American version of how he has like an uh, uh, one of those accents over an E Umlauts. in his name. So it's, I don't know how it's exact. Regé? John Page? I don't know. He's a British dude, I think. And uh, they there a lot of people are saying now he's uh, on the short list to be the next Bond. So I just feel like that's a little cool. premature. I, I, I mean... I feel like the people that behind the Bond franchise are going to maybe try and pick someone that's more established. But maybe they'll try and go with someone that's new. See, that's that's the thing though is they haven't historically they've they've gone with guys that are not as established. They're more like like I don't think that Sean Connery had really been in any big movies. Okay. Same with well, Daniel maybe, Craig. Maybe he, he was in like Tomb Raider, I think, and that was it. I don't know about Pierce Brosnan. But they do usually try and pick guys like this I think this might have legs because I think this is like the type of guy that they usually try and pick is some like up and comer guy. So I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. Look him up. <laughs> Listeners. 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 Um, yeah. Any other topics we should get to? Um, Any New Year's res- New Year's resolutions? New Year's movie watching <laughs> resolutions? I think that's. I want to watch more Denzel this year. Ooh, mm, more Denzel. Can't go wrong there. I just streamed this movie called The Ghost and the Darkness. It's on Amazon Prime. If you want to check it out, Ghost the it's Dark. got a Val Kilmer and uh, Michael Douglas, wow. and they're hunting Ooh. lions. Interesting. Pretty what? Pretty tight. That's like the premise: is they hunt lions, or that's just like a side plot? Well, he Val Kilmer is this bridge builder. And there's these lions that are attacking the people that are building the bridge, these man-eating lions. And so he's got to fight off the lions so that they can finish building the bridge. Wow. I haven't heard of that that one. Love that premise. Michael Douglas has this really 
whacked out mullet in it. Val Kilmer has the frosted tips. It's pretty. It's pretty great. <laughs> Wild. So that's that's my low key low key is that just like uh, a streaming plug of the week. Straight to Prime Video. I guess everything is straight to whatever streaming service. But no, this was I think like a pretty decently accepted movie okay. when it came out. I just never have heard of it. N- came out in 1996. Okay, so it's an old movie. The Ghost in the Darkness. 1996 just yeah just a random uh random one that prime recommended to me so if you have amazon prime and are looking to kill two hours on a on a winter night check it out if you're down with lions and frosted tips frosted tips it launched me on this like youtube video spree where i was just watching all these lion videos then (laughs) lions are crazy animals man they're wild oh yeah heck yeah (laughs) yeah they are literally wild (laughs) <laughs> They're so awesome. Now, I was watching this series that Animal Planet did on these six lion brothers, these brothers that just like took over this whole area in Africa and they're balling wow. out. The Mapoho yeah. brothers. It was wild. These lion, these lion brothers, they just got in there and mixed things up with the other people. Wow. So, the lion Also, uh, recommend, recommend that. Go on YouTube and look up the Mapoho lions. And our corn stream uh, segment is completed by Elijah. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'll just keep uh, recommending things to stream. Anyway, that's enough plugs for the week. Low key plugs. Low key. Guys, guys, have anything else you want to discuss before we get into our trailer of the week? Yes, trailer. Bring it on. This week's trailer is what's it called? <laughs> Lockdown. Oh, lockdown. Hi, Paxton. We heard London's in total lockdown. We are all locked in this psychological prison of burning aloneness. How's Linda? She's somewhere in the house. Is there some type of issue? We are fine. Not only is everything not okay, nothing is okay. Linda said she was planning to end our thing. situation person all the major department stores are closing they want everything out in the next four days we have a problem at harrods we have four million dollars worth of jewelry someone's gonna have to pack the valuables up i believe you are a man who can be trusted yeah i am yeah i can be trusted it's gonna have to be someone that we trust so that means inevitably it's gonna be me it's a new dawn. what are you taking out of harrods a diamond it's a new day since lockdown, I'm looking back at myself like that was then, and this is now. Yeah. The bastards who told me to fire those people, they are bad. You and I are good, and good is better than bad. You're talking about stealing a diamond. Three million pounds. Live wild or die, Linda. And I'm feeling good. Harrods is the most glamorous store in the world. I know all the security guards. I know the security systems. I just need to get the gentleman's name. His name? Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe! Wow! What can go wrong? Lockdown one last ride. Oh Lord of what in heaven. Oh my god, my god! Forgive us the sin of deception. Aging Edgar Allan Poe. Mr. Edgar Allan Poe, please report to security. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. Who'd have thought a month ago we'd be doing this? Not me. And I'm feeling good. So forgettable, I forgot what it was called. Is it is it called lockdown? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Locked No, it's not locked down. So. It's locked down. Oh. I didn't even pick up on that when I like 
<laughs> I said this is going to be a new, uh, what, lockdown quarantine genre. genre. I didn't even realize what the name it was. Yeah, they had that. I don't know if you saw Michael uh, Michael Bay did that one with, uh, I forget, what was that called? It was another like similar similar vibe, but his was more like if the lockdown was the apocalypse hmm. kind of a deal. Songbird? Songbird. Songbird, maybe. Anyway, we're not talking about that coronavirus movie. We're talking about this coronavirus movie, Locked Down. This is uh, dropping on January 14th, 2021. Is this an HBO Max movie? I think it is. It is an HBO Max movie. This is the story of a couple that attempts a high-risk, high-stakes jewelry heist at a department store amidst the uh, coronavirus pandemic i believe or it's maybe it's another pand- another another global pandemic <laughs> that makes people use zoom a lot uh, it's got Anne hathaway chiwetel ejiofor ben kingsley and it's directed by doug lyman who i think did some born movies yeah born identity and live die repeat I did, tomorrow i did mr and mrs smith right yeah i yeah. saw that in the yeah, so this this guy's got some uh, some creds, got some background. Born Ultimatum, Born all the the first three. It was a, it was an interesting good. concept. I mean, I don't. I mean, I thought at first it was just going to be about when the beginning was starting. I was like, oh no, this is just going to be like that other movie that I think has already come out or is going to come out about um, like really bad lockdowns and like this person got sick. I, I think we shared. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, but it. The ending really looked cool. I mean, of the trailer, like Dude, the heist, yeah, yeah. love that they're doing Harrods, which I've been to in England, which is just awesome. Um, it kind of see. pulls the old switcheroo halfway through, like you're saying. Like oh, it yeah. starts out, you think it's going to be like some some like <clears throat> Oscar bait drama about a husband and wife whose marriage is falling apart during the, the quarantine, you know, coronavirus yeah. lockdown, and then halfway through, they're all of a sudden they're try- trying to steal yeah, jewels. That looked funny. I'm kind of into this though. I feel like between the cast and the different direction they're taking it, and not just being the romantic, comp, you know, romantic drama with the lockdown, I, th- I think it's going to be cool. I thought I'm into this. I'm, I'm, I'm in. You're in, Sean. You're in too. I'm in. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. It's you're got a. Fans. It's got. My hot take is I'm not a big Anne Hathaway guy. Not a, not really a fan. I think something about her voice is kind of grating. But uh, it's got some other people on this that I think are really good. Dula Hill, who is in Psych. Dude, what about Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller's <laughs> like Ben Stiller. He's on the generally. trailer, so you know he's you know he's gonna make like a big, cool yeah. appearance type thing. And uh, we were just talking about it before we started recording, but uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. So good guy. We'll see. I guess I'm a tentative, tentative in one toe in the water. Okay. Just testing it out. We'll see. We'll see how I like it. Wait for some reviews to come out before we make a decision. That's the trailer of the week, Locked Down. Do you think this is really going to be like a whole new genre that's coming out now as these uh, coronavirus films? I don't know. I think it might be like a niche of a couple storytellers that want to, you know, just show. But I think, I don't know if the audience is there for like a full quarantine. Like, I don't know if people want to watch that. Um, that's the thing like watching the first half of it, it's like well i kind of lived this yeah exactly it's just bad memories <laughs> um 
but maybe if they spin it like this and, and kind of just have it be a background and do a different story off of it, it may, they may do it that way. I mean, it, may, it would make sense if, if they're starting to film movies now to have a really small cast and have people not really interact yeah. with them to, to, to make the, the production a little bit easier. Um, where it makes sense that no one's like, you know, gathering or having close contact. So it might just be an explainer um for maybe the production restrictions they have yes songbird was the other one songbird it's gonna say so it was called with uh kj appa kj appa craig robinson did it already come out or is it scheduled to come out i think it already came out i think it was in theaters yeah, it says it came out in 2020. I bet it bombed. I'm still in that phase where I th- I think 2021 is still like next year and we're still in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> that usually happens to me for like the first month. I think it's time to talk about this movie. I think so. We didn't announce it at all. We just sort of uh decided to do it. Um this is a uh we haven't done many new movies and really one a b- new big one came out and we like just jumped on it. We decided, "Hey, this is our chance." Let's do it. So we took full advantage of Rudy's HBO Max <laughs> subscription, and this week we will be breaking down Wonder Woman 1984. 1984. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. So many times. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today. You can save the world. Steve. Is it Wonder Woman 1984 or Wonder Woman 1984? WW84. WW84? If, if you type in WW84, it comes up as Wonder Woman 1984. That's what IMDb has, Wonder Woman 1984. But then so the that poster be... says WW84. Yeah. So. They probably decided to do a 1984 instead of just Wonder Woman 2 because then they could abbreviate it to WW84. But if they did WW2, like some old dudes would probably think it's like a World War II flick and then <laughs> go in to watch it and be disappointed. Or maybe not disappointed. I mean, hey, you could see uh, Gal Gadot just doing her thing. Mega babe. The best. Speaking of best, how's that for a tie-in? Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful tie-in. We're professionals. We're professionals here. Let's talk about the best parts of this movie. Sean, why don't you lead off, lead off the, the uh Oh, the I'm the lead-off hitter. Wow. You're the lead-off hitter of the night since it's your birthday. It's not my birthday. <laughs> it's close enough. It's basically your birthday. Five months away. Um, it's closer to your birthday than it is to anybody else's birthday on this podcast. True. Not true. Oh, uh, not true. Darn Rose it. Is in March. 
<laughs> I didn't forget when your birthday was, Rudy. Are you still salty at me for forgetting when your birthday was? Because I did forget. Like, did it you? Was on my mind, I just didn't call you. Really? Did you really? I forgot. You're still salty. I legitimately forgot you forgot my birthday. Yeah. But yes, that no, that was totally intentional. I just actually forgot your birthday to pay payback for forgetting mine. Just kidding. <laughs> my payback for, for you forgetting mine is to make Sean the leadoff hitter in the best of seg- section. So thank uh, you. Go ahead, Sean. Take it away. I think the best part is probably um, having the surprise of seeing Chris Pine again in this. Chris mm. Pine, our <laughs> old buddy Chris Pine, uh, playing Steve Trevor. Because you know, obvi- I mean, if you've seen this movie, you've seen the first one, and he dies at the end. Um, so that was cool because I thought he was a bright spot in the first movie. Um, then I would say mm. overall, like the '80s outfits were fun to watch. Um, just like that aesthetic. I know it's popular today, and. Um, different TV and movies like Stranger Things, you know, having like 80s gear and several other movies. So, but that was fun. Oh, yeah. But oh, they yeah. worked that up well. Everyone's I doing 80s it. in 2020. It's weird to think the 80s were tw- 40 years ago. You know, 1980 was 40 years ago. Feels like it. Bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. In my head, it's permanently the year 2000. That must have been when my prime was. <laughs> Seven years old, just rolling around crushing it. Seven, seven is the best age, I think. I think you're right. I think that's that is the best age. That's correct. Yeah. Speaking of other bests, <laughs> I'm on a roll with these segues yes. tonight. <laughs> Rudy, what do you have for the best part of the movie? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm just coming off the high of The Mandalorian, but Pedro Pascal, mm. I thought he just totally crushed it. I thought, you know, his character was kind of like, you know, it was kind of a weird character. Like whenever they make the bad guy sympathetic. You know, or make you sympathetic to the bad guy. You know, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Not something I'm a huge fan of. I like yeah. having my bad guys be jerks. My good <laughs> guys be great. But uh, I thought he was just really dynamic and just played the con man well. <laughs> He's just like so. Like you could tell how greasy he was. He was like just so greasy without being like <laughs> you know actually greasy. Like, I, I still wanted to buy car insurance off this guy. You know? <laughs> Like, he's a good salesman. He, he was really good. So, yeah, he's definitely, I thought he was the best part. Honorable mention, we mentioned Gal Gadot. I mean, she's just the best. I think she's, she's like top, one of the top rising superhero act, actors, period, yeah. in the genre. I think, I think she is to Wonder Woman what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. I agree. And she is to the DC like comic book movie universe what Robert Downey Jr. is to the Mar- like the Marvel. key piece. Just the, yeah, she kind of it's like the one time that they really truly knocked it out of the park, and uh, couldn't like it couldn't have been anybody else. She's the and, she's the blue gal. Ah, nice yeah. shot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they need to build like yeah they need to build around her like she's. But that's the thing. Like, do you think they can build around her? She's great, but does she have like? She's got she's got much more of like a Captain America, Steve Rogers. Yeah, that's vibe. the that yeah that's definitely the vibe, one hundred percent. You know, the thing is they don't have anybody like. I don't know. I guess Aquaman, Jason Momoa is the the counterpoint to that. The like the good counterpoint to that. So hmm. interesting. Maybe maybe Robert Pattinson. Maybe he'll step up. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that was the other news. I went, there was a there was an announcement this week that uh, 
Michael Keaton is coming back for a Batman movie that's going to come out in 2022. Apparently, did you guys see that? What? what? Reprising the role? I think that I think he's like 68 years old. So this is going to be like seriously old man Batman. They're doing another Batman. Dang. Yeah, another one. I mean, I feel like it was bound to happen sooner or later. Okay, the they're saying that. Michael Keaton, Robert Pattinson, and Ben Affleck will all play Batman in 2022 films. But I think there are three different Batman films coming out. That's too much. I mean, that's bizarre. How bizarre? Why, why are they doing it's, this? It's a lot. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to think yeah, about. I'm not into that. Okay, so this is what the breakdown is. According to CNN, which... Fake news, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway... Um, they're saying that Keaton, Michael Keaton is going to play Batman in the Flash movie they're coming out with. So apparently they're doing a standalone movie for The Flash coming out November 22. Oh, so um, they're not all Batman movies. In, they're just being featured. He's Well, no, he's going to be Batman in that movie, but it's not a Batman movie. Yeah, the Robert Pattinson movie. movie is a Batman movie. Okay. And then I think the Ben Affleck one is another Justice League maybe? Oh, it says Keaton and Ben Affleck will pl- will both play Batman in the 2022 film The Flash, which the director says will link the two universes. Oh, so it's probably going to... Oh, there's a, a multiverse thing. Really? I They're don't doing know, man. That? I'm out. Okay, I'm out on this now. Yeah. The Flash will also mark the swan song of Affleck, who played Batman a few times. So this is going to be the end of Batfleck. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's probably the move. So we're gonna have a uh, have old man Michael Keaton Batman. We're gonna have middle aged uh, Batfleck, and then we're gonna have millennial emo <laughs> Batman with Robert Pattinson. What more could you ask for in twenty twenty two? Honestly, I mean, what a dream yeah. come true. Straight Goldilocks, Goldilocks Batman. Yeah. Anyway, not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which one will be the just right, though? I think it's Batfleck. Batfleck is underrated. <laughs> IMO. That's going to be my new corner that I'm on. Just Batfleck. Let's talk. Oh, it's my turn. I didn't do my best yeah, yet. You, go yeah, dude. Batman tangent. Got my the best. There for a sec. Yeah, a little, little <laughs> Batman tangent. My best is uh, the greatest of all the Chris's, Chris Pine. I think he's the true star of this movie. Like, I like Gal Gadot, and I think she's okay. But she just is not as magnetic as Chris Pine. When that dude's on the screen, you're just like, this guy's this guy rules. And then when he's not there, you're like, oh man, can we get Chris Pine back now? Like any of the scenes he's in, he's funnier, he's better. I don't know. He's just the the like. I think he's the true star of this movie. <laughs> that outfit seems pretty tight. <laughs> he's trying on the outfits. Yeah, it's There's great. Like some good laughs. Yeah. yeah, I love comedy, Chris Pine. Yeah. It yeah, gives, I and know. I also love a uh, like cheese ball Chris Pine when he can just cheese be a cheesy ball. dude. He has he hasn't really gotten to do that since Star Trek, and so he's doing it again here, and it's great. Don't you think? Like I, I had this for guy. questions later, and we could expand on it then. But don't you think it's kind of tired to do like his name is Steve? He, like this is the total Steve Rogers Captain America <laughs> thing. Like this guy from the forties. I know he was from the that the is World true. War, I didn't think of that. The World War goes into a sleep, and then he wakes up a hundred years later, and you know, yeah, well, he's like, well, wow, they have Pop-Tarts now. We'll <laughs> definitely get into that because I have some thoughts on that for later on in the show. But for now, let's pivot into the worst. 
I'll start with the worst. My worst. The worst part of it for me was the whole, like, basically the whole plot of this, like, wishing stone. <laughs> like, they're just running around making wish. First of all, I thought this movie was bad. I did not think this was a good movie at all. I thought there were good parts of it, but for the most part, it was very bad. Very dumb. It wasn't good dumb. It was just, like, boring dumb. And uh, I don't I don't understand, like, how you can make a whole movie based off of, like, wishes. It's just kind of like yeah. Aladdin but not Aladdin and ooh, my wishes are messing up other people's lives. Ooh, but I don't care more wishes. And the guy turns himself <laughs> into the wish, which doesn't really yeah, make sense. It's like, he becomes the why wisdom. not just wish for infinite wishes? That's yes, kind of like what, what that was. I don't know. Thank so I was, I'm out on the wishing stone whole thing, which Agreed. is basically agree more. the whole movie, basically the storyline. <laughs> <so. laughs> Couldn't agree more. My worst part is, the fact that she can't kill anybody, the fact that she's doing mm. the whole Batman thing where it's like, yeah, you know, I can't kill anybody, and like that, it's one thing if like that's like a subtle, you know, undertone, but they make it such a part, like where she's actually going out of her way to save the bad guys that she's like throwing around. And yeah. It's like, come on, you know, just I kill mean, I somebody, <laughs> just kill somebody already, or just like, just let them die. Classic Rudy, kind of like, always pushing for someone to die. It's just you know. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like lazy. It's not lazy. It's just like annoying. It's yeah. frustrating. It's really frustrating. It was super frustrating in Batman, and it's just like another super frustrating thing with DC. I guess DC has a lot of like motifs that they kind of stick to. There were a lot of just like typical like superhero tropes. I thought you know superhero yeah. movie tropes. Not great. Not great. The fact that I mean I, I'm going to sound like Elijah. The, it was so long and it it was so drawn out. Two hours and thirty one minutes. Um, what I literally checked when there's about fifty minutes left, it seems like you're in the climax. But then I pause it and I, and we have almost an hour left in this movie. Um, I just felt like there's a lot of unneeded um, kind of character development. Like we see way too much of like Max Lord. Like everyone's just in their own separate little silos like you know diana and steve are talking to each other a lot you know um kristen wiggs character is just by herself max like everyone's just on their own separate island having this character development and it doesn't really ever come back together until towards the end and there's just some side stuff like they learn they're just learning for so long about what this with how the stone works um and again like the whole genie in a bottle world building it was just really just kind of deflating as being the whole plot of the movie um and then it sort of unwinding and i kind of missed in the first movie there there seemed to be a lot more um you know being a superhero movie you're kind of expecting some action and it just didn't seem like it was really an action movie um it seemed more of like a drama for the first literally i would say two hours of the movie there's not much um going on so it's a little disappointing in that it didn't really seem like a superhero movie because even wonder woman's not even in her wonder woman suit for the majority of the movie she's just like an employee of the smithsonian so yeah yeah and then when she does get in it she's like losing her powers yeah so just as a strange yeah strange movie that gold suit was pretty beast though but but then it was like seemed pretty weak like yeah, was, what was, was up cool with that? Looking, she had it on for, very, like, for like she had it seconds. on and then just fell apart right away. Yeah. The yeah. cat. I'll talk about her later. How good? How good can it actually be? Exactly. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about Cheetah. That's gonna we're gonna move into Cutacy and Addison, and she's my cut. She's my cutting cut her out too. of the entire movie. That character is pointless. I mean, it's just it's stupid. It's totally lame. What is the? It like she had no sway over anything. She's just there, you know. It's like, I hey, know, I like Kristen we got, Wiig, though. I feel well, like I do too, and I I have a solution for that. So, <laughs> but we'll wait till we get to the recast or all. Sorry, but that character, it just felt like, oh, we well, we got Kristen Wiig. She signed up. What can we get her to do? Oh, how about this cheetah person? Yeah, <laughs> and then she like. She's not a cheetah, and then she like wants to reach be a predator or something, and she turns into like why does she grow fur to do that? You know, I don't know. It's just like weird, <laughs> poorly executed. Poorly executed. What are you adding? Um, well, so I, I was gonna sort of double up my ad with my recast. Okay, so you can, you can wait for that then, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, let's wait. We'll come back to my ad, but I'm cutting cutting cheetah Word. out of the movie. So. Yeah, mine's similar, so, so I can go next as an easy segue. Um, my cut of scene is definitely, you know, Barbara kind of reprising a role from uh, the musical Cats <laughs> in the final uh, third of the movie, um, where I just, like, yeah, I guess her character's called Cheetah, but it's just, it's sort of awful CGI. Um, That's interesting. I did not connect that to cats at all like i was that, just like this is like totally, the movie cats why would one. you try it i don't know the cgi was just really terrible the whole fight scene. we have some leftover costumes yeah <laughs> so i wouldn't totally take out the character of barbara because i think it's a little bit needed but i think having her be the supervillain, um like we didn't really have a supervillain. we we had max who was just kind of like this this sales guy turned ponzi scheme executive to barbara who was just kind of building power i guess and had this jealousy but yeah there's not really anybody that i guess barbara was challenging um diana at the end but anyway i just didn't really enjoy her as like the super villain because i just felt like they were friends at the beginning like what was i don't know just seemed a little too it, cliche yeah they're both like there's no uh well i I don't know. It's a tough thing because it's like on the flip side, you just want the typical like big gray space alien guy, CGI monster at the end, like bad guy. Because that seems like that's the other, (laughs) you know, other end of the spectrum. You can either have like emotional sad person or like big grumpy scary person. Well, no, I was fine with like even Barbara being a villain, but I just didn't like how it, it, it went to her. Like I didn't like i guess the cgi art of this cheetah and you could tell that they weren't really trying to show a lot because it was so dim like it's like i had to turn the brightness up on my tv because you can hardly see anything <laughs> and i don't know and then when you seemed, did you were scarred for life yeah poorly actually yeah it's like oh did i did i accidentally switch on this hbo max to the movie cats <laughs> where am i um so then i'm adding so I'm not k- taking out the whole character of Barbara, but just sort of that ending where I just felt like it was unneeded. Um, and then I'm adding some more action sequences in that first half of the movie where you see Wonder Woman at the end be Wonder Woman, but you're kind of going in. You want her to be that superhero. And I feel like a lot of it's just her walking around with Steve or what? having this whole relationship like rekindle um, and... Anyway, I just felt like it was a little bit. You got too that. Much. You got that pretty sweet scene with them in the mall where she was like taking out the, 
Yeah, I mean, that was Jewel sort of the first, in the mall. first 10 minutes or whatever. I don't know. Just felt like I wanted something different. Didn't really feel like a superhero movie to me. I feel ya. You pretty much have, like, the ending battle, the battle on the road in, like, Saudi Arabia or whatever, yeah. and then that mall scene. Right. That's pretty That's much it, it for, yeah. like, action. Well, in the first one, they they That's had true. a lot of those types of scenes of just wonder... And I think that's why I liked the first one a lot better than this one. Um, yeah. But I'm still... This is maybe... I don't know if it's a hot take, but I'm really not into these DC movies. Yeah, they're a struggle. They're a struggle. I mean, this is probably the only series I've watched both of them. I haven't seen any of the... Uh, Superman movies. I haven't seen any of the Aquaman or so. Maybe oh, you got to walk. Maybe I don't Aquaman, have an Aquaman is legitimately Aquaman is legitimately good. So okay. you should definitely, definitely check that one out. I mean, it's like good bad, but this is this one was just bad. Bad bad. And I didn't think Wonder Woman the first one was that great either. Yeah, I agree with you. They're just sort of dragging it out. I don't know. Be interested. There, this uh, Zack Snyder Justice League is really receiving some major major hype so we'll see if it uh actually uh is good or not yeah <laughs> low expectations rudy what's your cut a scene add a scene do you want me to explain yeah, we, for you how it works no we're good like no, cut, i remember cutting an ad okay. yeah um it's we already discussed it though the stone him wishing to become the stone is the dumbest thing ever why do you have to wish to become the stone <laughs> Why can't you wish for a million of the stones? Why can't you wish for a million wishes? <laughs> and again, Chris Pine. I agree with you that Chris Pine was awesome in this movie. And I think that it would have been cool for them to open the door. And I know like, it's kind of annoying. Like, oh, if you make everyone who dies come back to life, then there's no, you know, there's no death. There is no sting to death, right? Yeah. Oh, death, where is your sting? It's like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't uh, matter anymore. So... I understand why they wouldn't do this, but I feel like a post-credit scene with Chris Pine, you know, maybe or maybe it's Wonder Woman with this like some fragments of this wishing stone, and they're like, oh, we could develop some sort of serum. I thought you were gonna allies. say f- fragments of Chris Pine. <laughs> no, she just has like a hand and like a There's a, some, some a leg, <laughs> yeah, the a lock of hair and some just boogers. Just some way to like. <laughs> reintroduce him into the next movie i thought i think would be cool but he'll probably be there anyway you know yeah i mean my opinion is with these superhero movies it's like they're comic book superhero movies no one's ever dead in any of them like why not what are we what are we doing here yeah Yeah. keep 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 uh trotting out the good characters word let's move into recasserole and i'll finish up my cut a scene add a scene so what i'm adding and also i'm adding a recast I'm adding in, instead of uh, Pedro Pascal, I'm having Kristen Wiig play that character. I want her to be the salesman. Oh. Her to be the uh, the oil magnate. Um, just something interesting. I feel like the character she was, half the time when she was like the nerdy chick, that's just like the character that she was on SNL, and it's kind of boring. It's like, okay, I've seen this a million times. And then uh, when she's the cheetah, obviously it's just kind of like Target dumb. lady. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, exactly. She's the target lady when she's in the whole first half of the movie. So that's that's my cut of scene out of scene. I like Pedro Pascal, and I was trying to think of a different way to get him in the movie, but I don't know. Maybe he could be the the guy who's Steve, whatever his name is, Steve. Uh, handsome man. Yeah, he could be the handsome man that Steve Trevor uh, embodies. 
Oh yeah, he's literally billed as handsome man on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> so I'm recasting him. Can oh, I, you know what? From... This guy. Ah, oh, that's why he looks so familiar. So this guy is cousins with one of my coworkers, this Christopher Palaha guy. I didn't what? realize that until I just read his name. What? That's crazy. Can we get him on the pod? I'm actually going to talk to her about that tomorrow. That's so wild. That's uh, yeah. I'll see see if she can reach out to him. We can talk about to his, talk to him about his experiences what? as a woman. That's wild. Dude, I feel like we're, this is like these are just good vibrations for the Loose Concept podcast. You know, I feel like this is this is huge. That's hilarious. That's wild. I, I just put that together just now. Had she mentioned? I knew it? when I was watching the movie. I knew he looked familiar. No, I just no. So she's told me before that he's an actor and that he's been in a bunch of like Hallmark type movies. movies. And he lives in he lives in like somewhere extravagant like Malibu or something or Hawaii or I don't know, but um. I knew he was an actor, and then I I remember her this name Christopher Palaha, and then I, yeah, I just put it all together in my head just now. He was he looked familiar because he'd showed me his picture before. This was like three years ago. We talked about this. That's wild. Well, anyway, sorry, sorry to do well, that. We need to add more Christopher into this movie. Yeah, we need more Expand Palaha. The role. I'm taking him out of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, handsome uh, man. He's fine, you know. I just think he's like he doesn't really add anything. Like he's, I'm doing taking him out because I really want to spice this up, spice this movie up a little bit. And in his place, I'm putting The Rock. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> would understand. That'd be a so, funny, probably. a funny dynamic if it's like pivoting between Chris Pine and The Rock yes. the whole time. Throughout the whole like movie, I think that would have been a cool it's like, like editorial move was would be to like every time he walked like you know you look they look in a reflecting pool and it's the rock. <laughs> You know, because like instead it's like it's Chris Pine the whole way through and it's like you never get to see the handsome man until the very end. I think if it was just the rock's bald head and gigantic muscles, it would be. Or you make it you make it more interesting and she's also sort of attracted to the rock, but sort of attracted to Steve. And so she's just like pivoting between which one she's more attracted to. So sometimes she sees the rock and sometimes she sees uh, Chris Pine. Perfect. Genius. Figured it out. Patty Jenkins, why didn't you think of this? Yeah, so I'm. I think Kristen Wiig is a great actress. I like her in like Walter Mitty and um, you know uh, Bridesmaids and you know a ton of other movies, Masterminds, things like that. I think she's a good actress, but I think here, like you said, Elijah, her character is just similar to, which is probably hard for SNL um, members because they're they play so many varied roles. But when something sticks like that, I feel like it's hard for somebody to 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 um have kind of this dynamic where you see them in this movie and i just thought of like snl the whole time and it it worked at the beginning because she played it up um but later on you're just kind of like how is target lady taking out wonder woman um yeah (laughs) so i'm taking kristen wig out and i'm putting in christina applegate Huh. I personally like Christina Applegate in a lot of like TV shows, um, and I feel like she isn't used as much in, in movies. Um, I just thought it would be a good compliment to Diane. I felt like they would have... Because um, I'm sort of taking her out in my form of the movie as being this villainous role, so I think they would be a good sort of um, pairing to get along um, and kind of work out you know, how to 
track down Max Lord because I feel like most of the movie um, is them kind of, you know, at least the second half um, at odds with each other. But I liked sort of the chemistry Kristen and, and Diana or and Gal had. But anyways, thought they would be a good duo. Yeah, I can see that. So anyway. Uh, yeah, what's next? What's our next segment here? Miscellaneous questions. Oh, yes. Miscellaneous questions. Do we have any miscellaneous questions? What has Diana been doing since the last movie? Has she just been working at the Smithsonian this whole time? She's <laughs> been vibing. Well, think Straight about like, vibing. Yeah, between like 1950 and 1983, 84. <laughs> it's like, oh, for 30 years, she's she just looks been exactly like the same. As an age stopping she's minor <laughs> burglaries at the mall and stuff. She's just big chilling. Hanging out. That's the only thing. Like, does she have spidey senses that allow her to like know exactly where trouble's taking place? Know. That she could intercept these problems? Maybe she just has a police scanner or something. They just didn't show it. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I think in between, in between, you got to think it's like a. You ever see that movie Age of Adeline? It's like it's like that type of situation going on. Basically, Blake Lively is Blake. this chick that can't get old. Oh, pretty pretty interesting. Is not, it a good movie? No, it's not good at all. It's terrible. Oh, oh, okay. The really weird, the interesting thing, this is another tangent we're going on here, but the interesting thing is Harrison Ford is in it, and there's a guy who plays like the throwback young version of Harrison Ford, and he is, just does the best Harrison Ford impression possible. And I can't, I for the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't just cast him in the young Han Solo movie, but that's neither here nor here nor there, so... Moving on. (laughs) This isn't a miscellaneous question. It's just another note I had. But I thought the uh, the 80s time warp thing, the 80s like aesthetic or whatever. This is my brother Micah's take, actually. I'm just going to steal it from him. But I think it's a good one. It's just that that whole like 80s setting is just a big gimmick to make up for the lack of story. Like if you think about it, a bunch of the scenes are like purely just... Oh, hey, it's the 80s. Look, we're in the 80s. Hey, look at the 80s. It's 80s. And it's just like, well, you really didn't have that much of a story. So you just are doing this to give yourself some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good point, Elijah Slush, Micah. Um, That's what what my worst part was. It's just like, what is the storyline? It's so confusing. It's terribly long, which I'm surprised Elijah didn't point that out being the hour yeah. and a half 90 minute movie guy but i mean i i thought i just thought it goes with that sta- saying at this point you know yeah so this is not a top 20 movie for either of you <laughs> it, it, i don't think it's gonna make no. it i think i think the rotten tomatoes like audience score like it's a solid set like it's a solid six like the critics were 5.5 audience was 7.5 it's a solid six. It's like yeah, you're never gonna go out of your way to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Is a six? I don't do you recommend really it like to s- anybody? No. You just say yeah. I would never skip recommend it. a six. Yeah. Like I think I would rank this like a four. Like I, but I don't like superhero movies. I think if you like superhero movies, this is probably a, a six or like a seven, six point five, something in that range. But if you're like me and you don't really like superhero movies, this is like a four at best. Yeah, a little bit of a grind to get through. Should we start rating movies? Is that is that what our 2021 <laughs> thing is? Our, our proprietary rating system? I don't really have any other um, miscellaneous questions, but I do have our uh, newly introduced segment, 
Dork of the Week. Dork of the Week. You you didn't really give us a heads up. We're bringing Dork of the Week into 2021. This week's Dork of the Week. No, it's not the people storming the Capitol building, although they are close second. No, just kidding. They're all dorks. I'll probably cut all that out. Um, (laughs) Keep it in. Keep it in. The actual Dork of the Week, the person I had in mind here, Wonder Woman. She's the Dork of the Week. Get over your dead boyfriend. Move on. You're just find someone better. You got to pull the uh, Captain America here. Look up and see if they have like a hot grandson or or grandniece or whatever, and mm. date them. Just like Word. Captain America, he had it down. That's the move. Interesting. That's the move. Don't just don't just stand around pining after Steve Trevor or whatever. You're in the eighties. There's, there's there's hot dudes everywhere. Just date a hot eighties. I just feel like eighties dude. You know, I don't know. She's she's the that's part of her virtue. That's part of her like charm. Oh crap! I think I just closed out the FaceTime. <laughs> oh, you're, you're still there. That's part of her uh, her virtue and charm is like being, you know, <laughs> loving for a long time and not. I don't know. Hung up on one dude for thirty years. Thirty years. My dork of the week is that. Oh, no, it was not thirty years. It was like seventy years. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Who's your show? Um, that guy. That's. Trying to give the tour. I don't even know. I don't think he has a name in the in the oh, movie. Yeah. He's trying to. Yeah. He's just trying to date uh, Wonder Woman. Oh. Um. He saw her at the party, and then at the He's end, the White House. That, that's the dork. I mean, the I, I was prepared intern. for the segment. <laughs> that guy had a huge glow up from just tour guide to White House intern. Yeah. True. No, he but he was he was the tour like he, he was, was giving the, he was the, the tour the, as the White House intern. Oh, that's like the job description oh, of the White House intern. Yeah, I was, <laughs> to give I was blanking out on that part. I guess I missed that. He's the one that so, let yeah. them into the White House. Gotcha. Yeah, that guy's a dork too. <laughs> anyway, we'll bring that back for next week. Now you know. Be prepared for Dork of the Week. It's gonna be tough next week though. Mm. Anyway, we'll get to that before we do. Our favorite recurrent segment. It's become a recurrent segment. We have a letter from Uncle Christian in the Pony Express. Oh, he's back. End of show. Letter. He say uh, he starts out saying, "Holiday season was hell for me when I was a kid. Elementary school classmates were relentless with the reindeer jokes. As I got older, <laughs> it didn't bother me. I just owned it." So, word. That's on the last name Rudolph. On um, the, all the Marvel stuff, he says, uh, "If it's Marvel, I will give it a shot." It's tough because when he writes his emails, he doesn't really say what they're in relation to. He just like it's like a running commentary on the podcast while he's listening <laughs> to it, and I have to like try and remember what we talked about. Uh, he agrees with. I think he agrees with. I think this is about one uh, wonderful life. He agrees with it being a bit slow early on. He likes Sean's take to have more interaction with the dad. He says, "Elijah, did you cry while watching Rudy? What was Rudy?" Oh, the movie Rudy. I've never seen the movie Rudy. Sorry, Rudy. <sighs> you probably won't cry, though. Yeah, I probably won't. I don't know. Sean Astin doesn't make me cry. Um, <laughs> he's out on the uh, Ryan Gosling casting for the remake. Okay. But he did agree with did agree with my Chadwick Boseman would have been perfect take. So He says, interesting to raise the idea that this is not a Christmas movie. And then he says, good show. Like Elijah trying to keep the show moving forward. Tough to do when doing yay or nay on a thousand new Marvel shows. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it was a struggle. But thank you. Thank you, Uncle Christian, for appreciating yeah. our effort there. Thanks for coming through. 
We got another letter from a, uh, a Hannah, but this is not my sister Hannah. I don't know who this is. She doesn't have an H at the end of her name. So she says, hi all. I just recently started listening to your show. It's quite entertaining. Thanks for all the laughs. You know what? You're welcome. We You're welcome, we Hannah, can. with an H. Wow, thanks for writing in, Hannah. Thought I'd weigh in on the movie theater debate since it's often a topic of discussion. While I do enjoy the experience of the movie theater, I'm going to have to go with Lige on this one. So I'd much rather watch it in the comfort of my own home. Ah, see, the people agree with me. The people agree with me. Looking oh, forward no. to what you all come up with next. Well, this is it. You're listening to it, Hannah. <laughs> this, this is this it. podcast. This is what, this is what we came up with Hannah. next. This is okay. This is my big announcement of the week. This is a big one. We also got an email from a guy named Carlos at podstatus.com. Nice. What's up, Carlos? I don't know if you recall. I don't know if you recall Carlos, but he was the one that informed us that we were uh, 87th on the uh, or what was it? 124th, 116th. That we we were like 123 on the Canadian Film and Review podcast charts. Yeah, what's he got for us? He's writing now to say, have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Lose Concept, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days. (gasps) Wow. We're currently positioned. 99 in the category film reviews in the United States. Whoa. Guys, get out of here. Top, Top 100 podcast right You need to post about That's that. That's what Carlos is telling me. Carlos said pod status. I'm pretty sure this is an automated, well, automated spam mail. But if <laughs> the automated spam mail is telling me what I want to hear, I will take those but facts. Pod status, it sounds legitimate. Podstatus.com. Yeah. I mean, he's emailed us twice. Thanks, Carlos. Shouts to Carlos. Thanks. Yeah, shouts to Carlos. Thanks for that. Uh, Probably not listening, but thanks for keeping an eye on those, <laughs> keeping an eye on those charts. I've never heard your podcast or listened to it, but here's some stats. Carlos is our like de facto analytics guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's our free free That's analytics the- guy. He doesn't even know he's doing the job. <laughs> Thanks, Carlos. How's the podcast going? Oh, let's see if Carlos emailed us recently. <laughs> hey, from, I'm going to keep running with that, though. We're in the top 100 film review pod, film and review podcast in the United States. I think that's, that's great, awesome. boys. That's great. Very cool. We're, we're really making it. Really making it. Pretty soon I'll be able to quit my job. Can't wait. Love it. Anyway, that's, awesome. all, that's all we got in the Pony Express. That's all we got on the episode. Next week... On the podcast, we are going to be breaking down a treasured classic for the uh, the Rudolph family. Oh yeah, I'll let you do the honors of introing this, Rudy. It's your, uh, it's your one of your one of your top twenty, I believe, right? Top twenty, sure thing. It's uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. Hopefully, we're hoping to have a special guest on that one. We'll see if we can get the scheduling down, but. Uh, We'll definitely be talking about that with or without the guest. Yeah, well, he's we're uh, in contract negotiations right now. He's uh, he's driving a hard bargain, and uh, our people are talking to his people. uh, Yeah, we're gonna get a deal done. We'll get one done eventually. So, so everybody watch that movie this week, and uh, thanks for listening. You can still buy shirts and sweatshirts and stuff at lose at uh, what's it called bonfire bonfire. Yeah, bonfire.com slash loose concept two. That's the number two. Bonfire.com slash loose concept two. Um, that's where the shirts are. Uh, so you can do that. Um, follow us on Instagram at loose concept pod. Write us your own email. Carlos, we want to hear from you again. <laughs> uh, loose concept pod at gmail.com. Yeah, that's really all the info. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for talking, boys. And uh, remember to always keep it.
keep it loose, and keep it conceptual. I drink your milkshake. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Sack of wine. No, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Is it still raining? I hadn't noticed. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I am an FBI agent. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. everywhere, everywhere.